tons to get to throughout the day. It's the WMAY morning news feed. I'm Greg Bishop. 612. Got rain out there. Expect that throughout the day with a high of around 60. And a slew of information for you to keep you connected, uh, including some interviews about building, interviews about sports, uh, interviews about... Uh, a whole host of things, and we'll review some of the latest news that happened over the past 24 hours at the Illinois State House in Washington, D.C., and beyond. Uh, so it's all here on WMAY. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, but we definitely want to start with uh, some of the latest in the, uh, the ongoing debate about abortion and uh, the the Supreme Court's opinion, the majority opinion that was leaked. Uh, and, of course, you've got a couple of different tracks here, the debate about the issue itself and the policy of abortion. Uh, but you also have uh, who leaked and that investigation's ongoing. There's like 60-some-odd uh, possible leakers. Uh, does that include the possible Supreme Court justices? Uh, and uh, the big question of you know how that uh, possibly could uh, damage the integrity of the, the nation's highest court. Uh, but uh, you also have, again, the, the, the debate about the policy of abortion uh, and how this is being used in a political year. And in particular, uh, how people understand what the draft opinion is. And again, this is a draft opinion. We don't know when exactly uh, the the final opinion is going to come out. Uh, but apparently this draft opinion was was from back in February. Uh, so you've got to keep that into perspective as well. Uh, so, you know, what ultimately, from my understanding, it does. And, and just for full disclosure, I have not read the entirety of the opinion but from all other uh, reviews of it I've seen, it, it ultimately is putting it back into the hands of the states. Instead of having the Supreme Court be the precedent where you've got, you know, uh, nine justices from 50 years ago, instead of that being the precedent, they want to um, put it back into the hands of state legislators. Now, Congress could come forward with, you know, through deliberation, through debates, through, uh, you know, gauging their their constituents' opinions on this. Congress could come in and pass a, a law to, to make it uh, an issue federally or possibly even bring about uh, a constitutional amendment. But one thing that you have is um, this 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 call of how if the Supreme Court overturns Roe v. Wade from 50 years ago, uh, then uh, it's going to be back in the hands of politicians. And uh, you think that that in a constitutional republic, uh, a democracy, that's where you would want, not necessarily in the hands of politicians, though, sadly, by the nature of governments, politicians are the ones that elected into office. Um, but uh, you would think that you would want that back into the hands of the local people who have the ability to hold their elected representatives the most accountable. And we see it here in Illinois. Illinois, we have a, uh, a Democratic majority. They've won elections. You, know, you can, I guess, dig into the, the mapping process and how that's been uh, manipulated in the past to, to bring about different outcomes. But regardless, um, you, you look at Illinois and the policies that uh, the state has put in place, uh, and that includes you know, pretty lax provisions concerning terminating a pregnancy, uh, taxpayer funds, for it, uh, allowing for a doctor to determine the viability of a, a child, removing parental notification. These were all things done just exactly through the mechanism that the U.S. Supreme Court is ultimately wanting to put into the hands of states. Uh, so, you know, we have to we have to approach this just understanding the complexities of how these very contentious political issues 
are debated and ultimately realized. So we'll get to some of what the, the national conversation's been, uh, especially with uh, President Joe Biden making some statements and uh, reaction from the White House. So let's go ahead and get into uh, what President Joe Biden said yesterday. And ultimately, uh, it's it seems to be something that uh, I think is 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 going to have some legs as we get closer to the elections, uh, not just the primaries, but also the November election. Here is President Joe Biden yesterday uh, talking about um, who's responsible for all of this. Number one. Number two. Uh, what was the second one? You want, oh, look, the second one was on abortion. As I said, when I. Uh, um, when this hit as I was getting on the plane to go down to Alabama, um, this is about a lot more than abortion. I, haven't, I hadn't read the whole opinion at that time. But this reminds me of the debate with Robert Bork. Bork believed the only reason you had any inherent rights was because the government gave them to you. If you go back and look at the opening comments of the Bork-Biden when I was questioning him as chairman, I said, I believe I have the rights that I have, not because the government gave them to me, which you believe, but because I'm just a child of God, I exist. I delegated by joining this union here to delegate some obligation, some rights I have to the governments for, for social good. So the idea that somehow there is a inherent right that there is no right of privacy, that there is no right. And remember the debate we had, you don't remember, but we had a debate about uh, Griswold versus Connecticut. There had been a law saying a married couple could not purchase birth control in the privacy of their own bedroom and use it. Well, that got struck down. Griswold was thought to be a bad decision by Bork, and I'm, my guess is the guy's on the Supreme Court now. What happens if you have a uh, state ch changes the law saying that that, that children who are LGBTQ can't be in classrooms with other children. Is that, is that legit under the way the, the decision is written? What are the next things that are going to be attacked? Because this mega crowd is really the most extreme political ex organization that's existed in American history. In recent American history. So he says recent American history. If you actually go back into American history as he walks off uh, the stage there, um, I mean, there's been some some really extreme groups. Uh, and, you know, they've they've been those who sympathized with communism, uh, those who sympathized with, uh, you know, government takeover of private industry, those who've uh, sympathized with uh, more state control over people's lives, uh, the weather underground and so on. I mean, you can go down the list of, uh, you know, what was this, M19? or some A19, uh, some organization that uh, had a series of bombings or something decades ago. Uh, so, you know, you've got that at play. And then you've got uh, the White House responding to some questions from Fox News' Peter Ducey uh, about, in particular, uh, the, uh, the, the questions of, uh, you know, should the president have actually spoken about this uh, when when it was leaked, when the uh, the White House um, uh, ultimately was made aware of a leak from the U.S. Supreme Court? Uh, here's that exchange at the uh, White House press briefing yesterday. I say anything about the leaked draft memo uh, at the Supreme Court. How do you mean? Well, in the past, you have declined to comment on leaked materials, so why now? Well, Peter, I think as you would note and was reported, the Supreme Court confirmed this this document was accurate, even it was if it is not the final opinion. The president had a statement out before they confirmed that it was real. 
So and in that changed? statement, he made clear, we don't know if this uh, is accurate. Uh, we don't know if this document is accurate or the leak is accurate. And to follow up on a question earlier, do you guys think, does the president think, the leaker should be punished? Again, that's up for the Department of Justice and others to determine. Uh, what our focus is on is not getting our uh, distracted or our eye off the ball of what is most important to people across the country here, which is not the leak and the story of the leak. It is the fact that women's health care is at risk for millions of people across this country. So, uh, again, that's uh, Peter Ducey uh, from Fox News asking Jen Psaki some questions about the leak. And uh, she's saying it's more about the, the issue of abortion. And sure, yeah, the, the Supreme Court in its normal process uh, moving forward with that. Uh, but uh, I think still we have to also acknowledge the the, the devastation that's done uh, to the uh, the the process of the the highest court of the land to deliberate without threats of intimidation, like for instance having to put up barricades around the U.S. Supreme Court uh, because of ongoing protests. Take a couple of calls. Good morning. You're on WMAY. Uh, hey, good morning, Greg. Hey. You're I, on the air. Go ahead. You know, I just this this thing leaked. If anybody with common sense can already tell, being that the way it's already so politicized, it's already trying to separate it. It's all election related. The thing about this state is, like you're talking about, the parental rights bill. I have a beautiful 13-year-old daughter at home that I already got to beat boys away from with a stick. And and just to know that if something happened and some doctor somewhere in this state would take her in and give her an abortion without any legal obligation to notify me of that, it just makes me sick to my stomach and just to know that people in this state aren't even aware of that. And if anybody is aware of that, and finds that OK, I think that's something wrong with these people. Well, and, and some have said uh, that they are going to be putting out a um, uh, information campaign highlighting the states uh, of, of Illinois, uh, the state's uh, abortion policies. Uh, and uh, we've heard uh, some lawmakers looking to expand those uh, a bit more, including possibly providing taxpayer resources to have individuals travel from out of state to come into state uh, to have that medical procedure done. Uh, listen, I think people do want to have safe, legal medical procedures available and reproductive health care available. There's no question. Uh, but when it comes to the, you know, the focus, is it just on elective abortions or should there also be, you know, focus on adoption uh, and having social service programs and the like uh, assist in that uh, in, in that operation? I, you know, it's 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 beyond me to uh, settle that. And I'm not even going to try. Good morning. You're on WMAY. Hey, Greg, it's just it's more of the same stuff, you know, constant moving of the goalposts, kind of, hey, look over here. It's actually MAGA. That's the, you know, and it, it's hard to believe um, that the administration isn't deep down, jumping up and down, clapping their hands that the leak happened. You know, it, it, it's just absurd. Well, listen, I mean, there's a lot of uh, a lot of issues that uh, everyday American taxpayers are facing. High inflation, uh, energy prices through the roof. We're going to hear a little bit later on about concerns of rolling brownouts in Illinois. You've got crime. You've got a whole host of other things, foreign policy. Uh, and then you get this dropped. And uh, that's uh, what's taking a lot of the attention now. Got to take a break. It is Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop on 92.7 WMAY. Springfield's News and